Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey guys, before we get cranking here, a quick note that did you, I mean, I don't know if you guys knew this, but did you know that we have a Discord channel for all things FilmSack now? And it's popping, hopping. It's great over there. There's a spoilers uh, channel. Uh, the server itself has a spoilers channel. There's also just sort of a general chat channel. It's a place where you can recommend films for us to watch, all sorts of stuff. So be a bigger part of the community and head on over to filmsack.com. You'll find a link right there to the Discord channel. And once you're in, you're in. So do that. Now on with the show. Look at that Oh, no way. That's a rock, honey. Three-minute breath hold, and the guy comes up with a rock. That's really, I mean, what are the odds of that? Wait till I tell the boys back at the office. Um, they're drug dealers, Sam. They're not missionaries. This is FilmSack. Oh, sure. Hello, one and all, and welcome back to episode 420, man, of Film Sack. That's right. Film Sack 420. Blaze up. Is that what they say? I don't know what they say. <laughs> they, they do say blaze up, yeah. They say blaze John up. Bender may have said that in uh, Breakfast Club, too. <laughs> blaze on, blaze in, whatever it is. Anyway, welcome to 420. It's Film Sack, and we are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. And uh, I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian Do Not Make Out and Drive Dunaway. Mm, or do. Mm. Oh, hi. Hi. My name is Bill, and as you can see, I am a shark, and I have been drug-free for two days. <laughs> so my story starts six weeks ago when I was just swimming around the Bahamas with a few of my sharky pals doing shark things, when suddenly this plane full of screaming drug lords comes barreling down into the blue. That's the name of the movie. And that's when the <laughs> training kicked in. I could hear mom singing the song of our people. What do we do when we see people splashed around in the water, son? Lassie shark. Do, 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 do. Lassie shark. Get some help, Lassie. <laughs> so I frantically did that just for a couple of days until Jared showed up. You know Jared. Everybody knows Jared. Six-pack and his girlfriend, Samantha Jigglybutt. Their PDA is off the charts, but they're good people. Or so I thought. Anywho. I escorted Jared down to the plane, but it was too late for the drug guys. Apparently, they can't breathe water. Did not know that. But I did stick around just in case I could help Jared. You know, he's a nice guy and all, but he's not the brightest. Then it happened. 
Jared was heading out of the blue, and I could see him dumping something back into the blue. Well, you know how it is. Sharks be curious and all. Next thing I know, bam, zoom. Druggy shark. Doop, 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 doop. Druggy shark. Damn it, Jared. I thought we were friends. How, do you not know how the baby shark theme goes? By He's that? having a hard time finding the rhythm. Let him go. It's funny. I love like baby it. shark. <laughs> the baby shark. That's so not it at all. <laughs> Rehab shark. Doop, 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 doop. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta emphasize <laughs> the first syllable really long. Like, oh, sorry. See shark like that. I think you're oh, doing the. Right. I think you're doing the. Yeah. I'm glad I have my. I'm glad I have my friends here with me today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That killed me. Also with us, Randy. I don't think Jessica Alba is actually human. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi, Randy. Did I ever tell you boys about the time I ran the most successful treasure hunting operation in the Bahamas? Nope. True story. Most successful. And you're going to be successful too if you just follow my three rules of the blue. Number one, learn to hold your breath underwater while performing feats of strength. You can start practicing now. For example, try holding your breath until the end of this podcast. Number two. In a country that is 99% black people and you, plus the only people you know on earth are all white, go ahead and figure out now who your real secret enemies are. Take your time, maybe while you're practicing holding your breath, and figure this out. Because you're going to have to kill literally everyone except your girlfriend if you don't figure this out. Number three. Learn how to operate and repair a sump pump. There's something deeply wrong with you if your livelihood depends on this one machine and you don't have one that's working, or a backup, or a box full of parts. What the hell is wrong with you, Paul Walker? <laughs> the hell. He was <laughs> old, old Paul Walker. Hey, he was too busy oh. working on them abs. He's a good-looking boy. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he. he... When I saw yeah, into this... the blue, I thought they were talking about his eyes. <laughs> this whole movie is like the the king and queen of the prom walking around, you know, for two hours. A little the, bit, yeah. The runners up, too. Yeah, they decided to be a little grimy, but it's they're too perfect for grime, even. Yeah. Uh, also with us, and finally, Brian, the sharks just want your blood, Ibit. They do. They do your blood. Your blood. <laughs> All right, Jared, look, I know I've got your girlfriend held hostage, and I really think it's clever. This whole plan you've got to rescue her, and then while I'm distracted by retrieving my cocaine from the plane crash, you'll go and lay claim to the wreckage of the Zephyr. And I know for your plan to work, you had to destroy some of my cocaine. But cutting open my cocaine and shaking it out into the ocean? Dude, (laughs) you coked up at least 15 sharks, and if they weren't aggressive enough before... Now they're totally amped up. They're opening up three new underwater nightclubs, and all they want to do is play the stock market all day long. And who knows what you've done to the local fisherman stock. What do you think happens to the tuna that ingests this stuff? It gets caught, served to tourists aboard the next Carnival cruise ship to pass through here, and the next thing you know, people are actually having a good time on one of those stupid cruises. Too far, man. Too far. <laughs> nice. I'm glad to see me and you were on the same page of outrage. Yeah. That's, all I can think of. That's all I can think about. When yeah. they like when the big white cloud is like all these fish yeah. swimming through it and getting super coked up. She, yeah, she's like a she's like a shark lover and he's like a lover of right. the the. I was like, come on. There's no way she'd be on board with his stupid plan. No, no. never. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, my, my lung I, came up just. I then. just uh, I want to start with a with a really honest question. Just tell me the truth. 
How yeah, many people have you? How many people have you known in your life, including yourself, who came across a fabulous stash of drugs and then had to figure out how to profit from it? Nobody. I mean, how many people? <laughs> None. Happens at least once a week around here. Zero. That I know. Does it yeah. count if if uh, someone I know does a lot of drugs, forgets where they put them, and then <laughs> finds them in a drawer and says, "Oh my God, there's a whole bunch of drugs in here." Mm. No, no, I'm no? Saying, okay. I'm saying in, it's not in discovering the real, their own drugs in <laughs> right. the real world, people who traffic big amounts of drugs lose the piles of drugs all the time, yes. and then they're discovered yeah. by your friends. Seriously, all right. the time, and it's like all I just I just want to know why I've never faced this horrible decision. Well, do do? it's I yeah. I mean, look, you gotta first you gotta have a plane, you gotta have it full of drugs, you have to have a crash. You got to be in an area where you also happen to be scuba diving for stuff. And by then, the way, what are the odds of the plane full of riches drugs would land right next to the boat full of yeah, riches yeah. gold? The, like, the what are thing the that odds the guy that? wanted? Yeah, very yeah. low odds. Yeah, or high odds. No, low odds, high right. odds. Which would high you odes. say? What's the, what's the possibility uh, that the, the two hottest people in Bahamas are going to find each other? Yeah, and make out like the whole movie. <laughs> the, you yeah, know, their the friends are like their friends are just they've only found one person they could possibly set their friend up with. Oh, right. all right, dude. I know you're super good looking. I think I might have found a, a woman that right. I think is super good looking <laughs> enough for you. By the She's, way, no one would no one would ever be friends with them. By the way. No way ever. You wouldn't want to be standing next to those two no. doing anything. No. I mean, you'll look no. like even Scott Kahn and, you know, nice looking guy right. looks dopey and dumb next to him. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's no, that's the deal. Even that even the tall, blonde, drink of water girlfriend with half yeah, a thigh yeah. now, she looks like, you know, garbage yeah. next to them. Like there's something about those two. They're too good looking. Oh, it's oh, not you're right. talking about Ashley Scott? We've yeah. seen her in some some other things. She's, uh, she's fine. I, she's great. But don't she, put her next to don't put her next yeah. to the world's uh, most Jessica Alba. Yeah, the most unrealistic human ever made. Don't put her there. I mean, Je Jessica Alba. I mean, all power to her. I think it's great, and she was, you know, it's not her fault. She was born gorgeous, uh, <laughs> but it's not. She is not a fair comparison to anyone ever. She's right. just, it's just not possible. She's an anomaly and a one time. You expect you expect somebody that gorgeous to be with somebody that you could judge and go, nah. Let me she. <laughs> She could do better. That's what she you expect. You expect her to constantly be going, she could do better. But when it's like that, it's like, oh, it's too good of a match. It's sick. Yeah, Paul like Walker. Uh, Paul Walker at this point in his career, 05, this movie came out, is a, he is a, he's a hunk of man there. He's a good-looking yeah. dude. Uh, Wait, one, 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 real quick thing, one real quick thing about Ashley Scott, because mm. uh, we saw it recently. She was married to Anthony Rulin, who was the producer of The Butterfly Effect. Fantastic. And see, that's what you expect. Yeah. That's it's like, <laughs> right here. There's a person at this level and then a person at this level. And that's the, right. you know, that's yeah. the balance of the world. That's how it's supposed to work. This is all true. Right. Uh, so our movie is Into the Blue. 2005, Into the Blue. Uh, I always mixed it up with the one with Sam Jackson that gets eaten by the shark yeah. while he's talking. Yeah. Oh, we saw. With, the, with the freaking laser beams. Yeah, deep, I, deep blue sea. I get confused with the surfing one. Oh, well, also same same director, isn't it? Blue Crush. Blue, Blue, Blue Crush. Yeah, hmm. same director made director. that. So I think it's fair that you feel that way. Yeah, Into plus it's Blue got word Blue in it. Yeah, another yes. some more Blue. Uh, but also the kind of movies he makes, or it's all about you know that this type. It's dudes on surfboards and good looking right. and tan bodies and jet skis right. and cut off shorts and hard bodies. Yeah. And oh, I forgot like, about that series. That used to be a thing. Hard bodies. Man. Hard bodies. Right. Like that was actually a movie series. Yeah. <laughs> like, like two or three of those. We need to watch that. And, wow. I, yeah. I would like to watch one of those teen like, uh, yeah. Uh, 
I want to see if it was. Yeah, it was, that was Brian, wait, wait, wait. If it was bad to say, soft, he wants to see one of the teen porn. soft porn soft movies. Soft No, no, no. It was like soft R oh, uh, teen sex romps. Yeah. Like it was just basically the worst it ever got was peeking yeah. through a shower hole, a hole in the shower and seeing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but with with a name like Hard Bodies, you expect full on porn, but it's always just a tease, right? 1984 yeah. was a great year, by the way. Hard <laughs> or, Bodies. Or we could just watch some softcore porn. That's fine, yeah, too. Yeah, why I don't not? Know. I want to see that for film sex. You know, we've never done it. We're always like, let's do animation, let's do live action, let's do this genre, that genre. We've never gotten around to what, hard, What's better, hard, though? Hard, hard Bodies or like something like uh, the Ski Patrol movies that tease you more? Which oh, one? I love be- those Ski Patrol movies. Snow, Up the Creek would be a good one. The, oh, the yeah. One about the. Uh, uh, <laughs> canoeing or rafting uh yes thing. oh what, what was oh, hot okay. dogs was tell that... me about tell me about hot dogs oh yeah hot, hot dogs, dogs was the skiing one okay yeah. i'd be into that yeah my we, we... gosh that movie was on <laughs> hbo late night every, <laughs> every right million. all of these were every i think show. hard bodies is just on repeat what's funny i've never actually seen a hard bodies film yeah i haven't either i forgot there was a series of them i thought there was just the one so yeah. no, it was no news no, to me yeah, no. but, i remember uh, seeing the posters up at the movie rental place all the time Hard bodies yeah. too. Now we're close up on a woman's abdomen with a guy standing on it. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> which is which is totally different than we watched this week, which was the crotch cam. It's like uh, how many more crotch cams can we? Get? <laughs> oh yeah, like there's like basically anytime someone had to do something, the the camera right. just went right up their butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, do you guys? Where do you stand on the scene? Okay, so there's a lot of controversy about this. There's this, or at least apparently there is. I don't know. I just dug up some of it and saw some old Reddit posts and things. So apparently this was a thing for a while, but. People assume because of the shot where he's grabbing Jessica Alba's butt and she turns around and looks mad right. that 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 was actually uh, improv sexual yeah. harassment. Yeah, yeah that he was actually doing that in the water and she was not happy about it and had nothing to do with the script, but they kept it in anyway. She apparently was not happy with the film in general mm. because they didn't she didn't like how half naked she was all the time. Uh, all this kind of stuff. And she was also promised a bunch of body double stuff that never happened or something anyway uh i wonder so if if that's the case you know we all have this shiny vision of ah paul walker family man had a horrible (laughs) accident and died it's unfortunate (laughs) early life ended but maybe he was a bum grabber you know are you thinking Mm. are you thinking jessica alba is now a person of interest Yes. We saw her hanging around with uh, a pair of uh, wire cutters over by his. Right. <laughs> oh, I'll man. What? Well, was very young at this time, right? Too soon. Uh, yeah. That's the, that's the amazing thing for me is uh, all of these people, like this is 15 years ago. Like this is five, five or six years before she starts making money. And by the way, she regularly appears on lists of like the, you know, like the most uh, wealthy, you know, self-made women, this kind of thing. She's. Uh, you know, she started a company that got a valuation of over a billion dollars, this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I I just can't get over how they seem so young. Like uh, Paul Walker, yeah. I guess, is about, I don't know, 27 he was born in here? He was born in 73, and this was 2005. Quick, do the math. Oh, no. More, so more like 32. Yeah, like okay. in his early well, 30s. This well, cause, It's because he's not, he's also not real. He's such a, yeah. you know, like, man, yeah. some people, the genes, they just get them. The real, the real thing is Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin seems like oh, 100 years younger. Right. Than yeah, that is yeah. so wild. Yeah. The purple CGI really makes him look a lot younger, doesn't it? Yeah. I could have used a lot more Josh Brolin, by the way, in this film. A lot. Yeah, I yeah. Well, you know who I could have used more of was uh, Frayne, James Frayne. Yeah, Wayne, James Frayne. Uh, who? Wait, who's that? 
Yeah, he was he's Sarek's dad on Discovery. Oh, oh. Spock's Spock's dad on Discovery, and he's in this thing for like two minutes. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I I want to explain him to anybody listening as as a series of tropes. So we have the trope of the found drugs, which means you're going to fall in with the people who actually own the drugs almost immediately, or Mm -hmm. or at least as soon as you realize what's going on, you're going to fall in with them. And because we're in the Bahamas, those are all black people. Tyson Beckford is the most beautiful human being alive. Mm -hmm. And but we can't have the ultimate bad guys be black people, right? Like we we're we're evolved enough that we at least wouldn't do that. Mm, So we go ahead. We go ahead and give Tyson Beckford a boss who's the real heavy, and that's James Frayne. But we haven't really met but James wait, Frayne there's yet. More. <laughs> right? So we right. have a white guy who's really in charge, but turn to come to find out, no, 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 there's a bigger white guy. And it's like, guys, are you just going to go on with this forever until we reach, like, the president of the United States? It's like a, it's like a sharks, and there's another row of teeth. Oh, my God, behind there, there's another row of teeth. I kind of yeah. like so that it, idea. I like the idea. Would you call it? Would you call it evolved to have a group of black people that are all working for a white a white guy? Yeah, no, this know. movie yeah. has so many racist <laughs> tendencies. It's gross. It's absolutely gross how much racism is in this movie. I don't even want to get into the, like the little things. There's so many little moments of but what were they could, thinking? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, right, I, but Tyson Beckford makes the best of what he is given. I, th- I thought he was fantastic. Yeah, he's, this. His, he's awesome. his character he's is named Primo. His Primo, li- which literally named Primo. Yeah, yeah. Primo's and who was his? Good. Who was his buddy? It was Primo and oh, Secundario. <laughs> yeah, it was something weird like that. It was Primo, and then like uh, his buddy. It was like I think it was, was Raul. Like, Raul. All, all I know is that the 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 boat sheriff. The sheriff on a boat sheriff. is yeah. is named Roy. I love Memo. that. <laughs> One of the guy's names was Memo because I had to put on the closed caption. It was Prim- Primo and Memo. Oh, like, really? Primo, Memo. Uh, Take a memo. Are these are these common uh, are these common Bahama names? I don't know. Common Bahama. They, they had a, a friend lost in the edits named Harpo, and he never spoke. Yeah, <laughs> never said a word, which is so weird. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting. Uh, like it's it's super tropey. Like the yeah. he's the bad. Oh no, he's the bad guy. No, wait, it's back to Josh Brolin, who we kind of didn't it's, trust in the first place. He's the bad it's, guy. It's basically everyone we've met yeah, along yeah. the way. Maybe it, the maybe the movie is the bad guys we met along the way. And I kind of enjoyed that. I just, I know that's yeah. I know it's kind of lame and cheap and not well earned or anything. But there was something about the pace of this movie. I guess I should get this out right now. I thought I was gonna hate this. This is my first viewing. I was pretty sure oh, this is just not my genre too many pretty people just like i i thought that was gonna rub me wrong i actually thought this was paced really well and i kind of had a lot of fun with it even though yeah. it's kind of dumb scott con is a constant zit on everyone's ass like <laughs> pop that guy and get rid of him freaking <laughs> ashley scott amanda is just the worst like there right. there's people in here well, that are, she's the trope of like uh um the damsel she's, in distress that basically yeah. has to bring everything down. Yeah, and she's also the out, she's also the outsider to the group of friends. You're right, right. right. She comes so we can't in, ever trust her, and we then she gets drunk, and, you, and and you're just looking at her, going, "Dude, you're going to cause trouble or die first. I don't know which. Instead, she right. got a half of her thigh removed by a shark, which was kind of oh, cool looking. And God, that didn't that end, that didn't end well. I was like, "Wait, she, she's 
Amanda, what? She's dead? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Yeah, I thought she was I'm, doing good. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. I think Amanda is our chum in the bucket. Yep. Chum in the bucket. There you go. <laughs> there you go. New phrase, chum in the bucket. Nice job. Yeah. That's pretty I good. think they went back and refilmed that and said, I think we should just kill Amanda. What do you think? Let's do it. Right. <laughs> But I kept thinking the whole time, like, dude, you need to get rid of Scott Kahn. He is a bad influence. And I'm guessing yeah, it's not the first time in your life he's been one. Get him right. gone out of here. He's going to cause trouble. There's no way he's like a he's not a he's a lawyer, but he ain't no, you know. And, and that's, that's and the worst want, part though. is that's, he sticks with him the whole time. He's there at yeah, the very end. Yeah. That's right. That's what makes all the great tension. That's actually one of my favorite parts of this movie is is that stupid bro mode of going you know we grew up together and we're friends and we got to stick together and always got your back bro bros before bros before jessica alba's butt and but then he (laughs) changed his mind okay all right i have a question for you and i need i need to know scott con yeah all right off camera james Conson. he is either the exact same guy and he's like fighting people and rolling around and picking things up off the craft services table and make a funny face mm-hmm. with the carrots. He's either that guy yeah. or off camera. He puts on these heavy rimmed glasses and he's talking about this thing. He's reading from Lord Byron. <laughs> and, like he's one or the other, which is he? Yeah. Uh, he's right. a, he's rebelling against his, his dad, James Conn, right? <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit. Be, I mean, he's yeah, starting to look like his dad. I was watching a Y five O the other day, kind of randomly. I can't remember what oh, it was a hotel. And uh, he's even he's got this very slick back top hair thing going on now, where he he's yeah, just his dad now. The pulled back pompadour kind of thing. Yeah. Can you imagine growing up with with James Conn as your dad, like disappointing him because you scratched the car yeah, or yeah. you didn't take you, the trash out, or you, you yelled back? You can never tell if you can never tell if he's making a joke, and it's like, what's right? Just now, oh, maybe. Yeah. That's, Maybe that's the reason why he plays it so big, because he's like, uh, I got to I got to be telegraphed this joke that, you know, that it's a joke. Yep. And this is dinner right. time. This is you hear a lot of this, like people yeah. digging at their plates and <laughs> nobody's actually saying anything, you know? Right. Right. So how'd you what was the how was school today or no? How was work today, dad? <laughs> like you would you'd never know what you're dealing with. And I feel like he's he's got awesome. a lot to prove to break out of that. But I, I mean, yeah. I think he's a perfectly cast for this role like for this trope that's your guy and you couldn't have asked for somebody who is more like smarmy and jackassery but then on the other hand once in a while you're like oh i kind of feel bad for him okay fine i'll I'll do you know we'll do what we have to do like he's good at that at Mm -hmm. whatever that is and um and he was fine he was fine in here and this is by the way they're not their first uh uh, time they worked together they were in varsity blues together (gasps) yeah i've he played. He played Tweeter in Varsity Blues. <laughs> Whoever Tweeter I resisted. Why well, I resist? Well, you know, I live in the South, mm-hmm. and uh, it, life revolves around football. Yeah, and so lots of times, anytime there is a football movie, I just don't want to see it. Yeah, I'm just like I don't want to see the portrayal of how they have small town football portrayal. I don't want to see it. Yeah, but I remember Varsity Blues. I remember eventually watching it and really liked it's it. All, yeah, it's all right. Actually, it probably holds yeah, up so all right. Speaking that one, right? Uh, Vanderbeek, yeah, Vanderbeek's your main guy. Yeah. Then you got yeah, Paul yeah. Walker. Then you got uh, Tweeter over Wasn't there. Somebody walking around with whipped cream on his junk. Or no, that's the wrong one. Captain America? No, no, no. Oh no, that is Varsity Blues. It's um, it's oh yeah, Chris Evans, right? Oh no, shit. No, it's not. It's the girl with the with who's got the on her boobs and her crotch. Ah, um, that's it. And it's what's her name from Heroes? And I'm thinking of the wrong oh, movie. Oh, Ellie Larkin. Yeah, yeah, Allie Larder. What is the movie though? I got I think I'm not thinking of the right movie. 
Ali mm-hmm. Barter. Hold on. We're looking it up because uh, now it's annoying. Rudy? Was she in Rudy? No, it wasn't Rudy. <laughs> Movie with whipped cream junk. Okay, but, <laughs> but but Chris Evans with whipped cream on his junk is not another teen movie. Varsity ah, Blues. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. You're about. right. Varsity Blues. It is It is Varsity Blues. She's just a very small role in that. She shows up with uh, whipped cream and cherries on her. There it is. I, I typed in movie with whipped cream. Uh, Varsity Blues came <laughs> <You right>. found- <laughs> Wow. Nine and a half weeks didn't come up in the list. Weird. Right? <laughs> New generation. You got to move on. Yeah. Uh, so here's some other trivia. Uh, this, like I said, the second time Paul Walker and Scott Con working together there. It also is the second time that Jessica Alba and Ashley Scott worked together. First mm-hmm. time was on that Fox series that made her famous, Dark Angel. He did some oh, stuff on there. Oh, I enjoyed, I enjoyed, I enjoyed about that, that series. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Then you also got yeah. Jessica Alba and Bro- Josh Brolin have both appeared in Marvel movies, although Jessica Alba was a yeah. Fox produced. MCU versus who, yeah, exactly. Who did, yeah. who did Josh Brolin play again? I guess they were in the same. <laughs> I guess they were in the Fox <laughs> Marvel universe because he also played oh, Cable. Deadpool. Or I mean a Cable, yeah. Yeah, right. Cable. Uh, oh, I forgot about his role in that. And then they also worked together in Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, which I forgot Josh Brolin was in. But whatever. Yeah. Wow, we're forgetting everything. <clears throat> All I know is every time he opened his mouth, I was just like, Thanos, 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 Thanos. I, I am inevitable. Yeah, I just kept hearing it. <laughs> he, I, I, Can I just say for the record, we haven't really reviewed Endgame as a show or anything, but I just want to say that I think Josh Brolin, in the end, I wasn't sure at first, turned out to be the absolute smartest, best casting for Thanos yeah, yeah. they could have ever yeah, done. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. To me, he well, is Thanos wanna, now and always I was going to bring uh, this up at the end of the show after we're done talking about In the Blue, but let's, let's talk about it right now. Randy, you've you've per- uh, previously said that Infinity War is the worst Marvel movie. Oh, right. Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't say worst. It's like bottom three. Okay. I, I thought you said Marvel. worst. Now, you said now, worst. That, now that Endgame is out, movie. and you've seen it presumably, Oh yeah. Do yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. like uh do you feel like uh the pair of them make a much better film than Infinity War on its, on its own? I I if I could like edit them together and like cut out most of Infinity War, you know, it's kind of like when when <laughs> they Okay, do, when okay, they Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> 50% 50% of it? You know when people edit together the first 3 Star Wars prequels and they lose almost all of the Phantom Menace? Right, right. Like I, I could, yeah, you know, like that aren't as disconnected as those first three Star Wars movies. These are this is more like Kill Bill parts one and two. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I, I mean, I agree. It's just, it's just Infinity War, just like because of this one thing, where you know you know that they're they happen to be losing all of the people that are going to now survive End Game. You know what I'm saying? Like. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. the the whole like there it's it's too self-aware it, I and I knew it the whole time like like the all through end game I'm thinking okay so who are we gonna who's gonna come back at the end here and save the day okay so and all and who's now I know who's gonna survive because they're gonna get to make more movies right, right so we right. don't need star lord in end game much because I know there's going to be a Guardian of the Galaxy 3. So I don't need him to do much in Endgame. That'll be fine. And it's like that knowledge is toxic. That, you know, like thinking like yeah. that while you're watching a movie is bad. And so that that really happened to me with uh, Infinity War. Whereas with Endgame, it was such a ripping yarn. Like there were so many things that I that I was just like taken by, swept away with, mm-hmm. you know, like... 
it didn't really affect my feelings about Infinity War. Like, it, I guess mm. it could have dra dragged it up a little bit because I feel very strongly that you should watch Infinity War and, you know, and then Endgame. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't yeah. come along and you're like, I'm going to watch Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Endgame. Like, oh, well, <laughs> I mean, you could do that, but you should also right. watch Infinity War. No, you need War. to watch them. You need to watch them as a pair now that they're both out. But, I mean, you know, I know you're saying, uh, well, we know we're going to get more Guardians of the Galaxy, so we know they all have to survive. But they survive, but with changes, right? I mean, you know, we we don't. I, I don't want to be too spoilery. Right, there's a character who people. there's a character who gets replaced by themselves, right? <laughs> right, like, right. And, and it is different. I get that, yeah. But I'm, even, I'm just saying, uh, like, you know, even even a character that we see die at the beginning of Infinity War is now sort of back in the mcu but doesn't have any of that character development that we saw in later movies because a version of them from right. earlier yes. on is now yes. I, I think this are is we, great. are we talking about groot uh, <laughs> although although groot relates to into the blue because groot is vin voiced diesel. by uh vin diesel yeah which is the worst stunt casting that has ever been done no there is no need to spend vin diesel money no on, i disagree on this character here's why he's what got he is now? known he is known for his good vocal stuff he did the he was the iron giant and was fantastic in the iron giant oh, i agree yes he's good there's nothing wrong but dude they got yes. marvel money coming out of their a-holes they can spend that. whatever I'm money just they need saying the minute <laughs> the minute we get to hear hearing his voice he's dead and it's replaced by this amped changed high pitched thing for the rest of every appearance of Groot and it's like that is why are we still giving Vin Diesel money for this actually I, you know what crediting him okay I'm gonna get you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some credit on that because I think that what should have happened and didn't happen and that this isn't a spoiler I don't think but he was rapidly evolving from baby Groot to teenage Groot I think he ought to be full Groot by now Right, right. Yeah. I mean, there's no. We don't have any any basis how for how how long it takes uh, a, right. a washing a tree. tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sure, yeah. I guess. The, the most important thing I want to make sure and talk about, though, is this thing I keep bringing up in every episode, which is the difference between thinking something is good and thinking something is great does not make the good thing bad. Right, and like. Like we all ranked our MCU films, and like I say, I think Infinity War for me came out third to last. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean it's bad to me. That means I didn't like it as much as you know eighteen other movies. But they're movies that I freaking love. Yeah, you know. It's I remember like some pretty harsh words about <laughs> Infinity War. Not not in relation to other MCU films, but <laughs> compared to I'm other saying, films. I'm saying general. I'm going to cop to liking the Phantom Menace. I would rather, if you're going to show me a, a, a mashup of movies, I would rather it only have a couple of minutes from The Phantom Menace. But that doesn't mean I hate the movie. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, like, among these Star Wars movies that I love, it's the one I love the least. Mm -hmm. I'm not, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get it. It's a, it's a relative list. Mm -hmm. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. uh, same, same, the way, it's the way I feel about, um, uh, Ultron. I think Ultron's the weakest of all the MCU movies, but I'd still take it over like seventy percent of movies. Like if, yeah, you, if you're yeah. saying, "Hey, we're going to sit down and watch," you know, a, a group of things that are out right now. Would you rather watch that or Ultron? I go, well, probably Ultron. But you know, yeah, in man. the context of the MCU films, it's just not. You know, it's just down there for me. Yeah. 
so I get it. That totally makes sense. I do remember you being a little harsher on it. So I I think you've come around because you saw it and you were filled with the love and hope of the MCU. It all came mm-hmm. back to you. It was like ah, we're in the we're this at home. We're home. I, yeah. Well, yeah. like I, I'll, I'll grant. Um, Endgame made me feel a lot better about like uh, uh, freaking Doctor Strange, for instance. Yeah. Because the interactions mainly with um tilda swinton mm-hmm. in endgame yeah. m- kind of got me like i'm oh I, I gotta watch dr strange again yeah. i have to yeah, i yeah. have to revisit that it made me like, want to too I, that was weird that whole scene yeah. i was like oh i should watch dr strange yeah. again so good yeah. so so that you know that's a really great thing like they, they done something good with these movies yeah. she that, had a great that was a great feelings. ted talk she gave in the middle of that movie a good ted talk but <laughs> <laughs> to herself she gave a ted talk to herself yeah, to herself talking herself into doing something in a vague ghost boy and you right. see it and you see it in uh, IMAX, and man, all those scars on her head really show up. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh my gosh, that's right. Because she's all she's all banged up. That's true. I I just I realize we don't need to talk about End of the Blue. The the thing <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it is, uh, uh, I over on TVTropes.org, End of the Blue has almost no tropes listed, mm. and I can't figure it out because it's a bundle of tropes. There's it so is. many, right? And it's like. It, it it makes you realize, oh, people just don't watch this movie. Yeah. It's just not a popular movie at all. No, it's a kind of a blip in this in the in the thing. I mean, I've I I, I think I'd known about it or heard about it, but only on the merits of like, it's underwater and she's pretty. I mean, that was kind yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. That's all I knew. And after watching it, I actually think it's okay. <laughs> like, I think it's fine. It's all right. It's not yeah. great. It's not like I'm gonna go watch no. this again or anything. But um, I don't know. I like. You know what? In the it's end, an okay, it's an okay ride. It's a it's fine okay. ride. I like the yeah. fight underwater. I think it's, you know, ridiculous to think that that uh, any of these people can hold their breath that long. Oh um, yeah, that's right. Always, oh yeah, that was a big complaint always. I had over the whole thing. Yeah, like, so and they, much of and that they is, pointed uh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they do. Well, they but, said they. They pointed out that he's got oh, Mister Three Minute. Uh, we heard yeah, at the top yeah. of the show, Mister Three Minute Breathing uh, Breath Hold, whatever yeah, right. Breath Hold. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like we're supposed to say, oh, okay, three minutes, all right, cool, move yeah. on. Yeah, but but you know, <laughs> there is a scene late in this movie where the bad guys all have diving gear, and mm-hmm. the good guys are doing free diving, mm-hmm. and the good guys are down in, fighting in a in a plane for 15 minutes yeah it's ridiculous yeah. like how the hell There's like so scott much Con- oxygen down there is just ridiculous scott i mean Con- at, one, at one point in time they're they're actually trading oxygen with the sharks because like, <laughs> <laughs> you had because <laughs> you had to uh, yeah no i, I yeah. it was it was Sorry, the, Randy, the whole yeah go ahead randy finish what you're i was just saying. gonna say scott Con dives down free dives pretends to be dead and then mm-hmm. gets in a fight. Yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. pretending to be dead thing. Like how long did he have to sit there completely still underwater holding right. his breath and right. then fight? Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. There yeah. was a lot of that in this movie. And I, I've never seen such poor calculations of how much oxygen you have left because there was so many times they're like, oh, we're almost out of oxygen. Yeah. Everybody we're runs out. Done. By the way, uh, uh, Paul Walker saves everyone's life in this movie at one time or another. <laughs> and but he he ends up killing most everybody. But at one time or another, the people who live were saved. Their lives were saved by him. He drags yeah. them up from drowning. Yeah, no, totally does. And and my thing was whenever the tanks would run out, they'd panic 
And I thought, yeah, no, you yeah. got like another 10 minutes because everywhere else in this movie where you don't have a tank, you just hold that breath. <laughs> so just hold the last breath of the tank and you're good for 10 minutes. Like whatever yeah. your rules are, freaking live by them. And they kept they kept sort of changing kept, with the yeah, they, attention. They were definitely me. cheating the rules on that if, a lot. If you're, but, okay. uh, this is my this is my TED talk. Listen, if you're making a movie about diving, about being underwater as an audience, you have me. You have me on the edge of my seat. I'm also holding my breath. I'm I'm nervous. Totally. Every, every the whole time people are underwater. If you make them superhuman, I stop being nervous. Yeah. I stop I stop caring. Being underwater no longer makes me feel anything than in this movie by the by the end of it. And yeah, that's right. too bad. Yeah. It's too bad that they didn't do things like have them surface and then dive back down to fight or mm-hmm. some you know what right. I mean? Like something it, to rebuild that. At some point, you're right, because at some point, I actually, it flashed in my mind. I'm like, wait a minute, is Jessica Alba, like, developing superhuman, you know, shark <laughs> shark communication language? Is she, like, turning into Aquaman, Aqualady right, or something? Right. Because she seems to be communicating with the sharks. Shark, come here. Yep. Bite this person. Yep. Them here. They, also, uh, don't take they, flip-flops to your kidnapping. Bad idea. No, never. <laughs> they, mm. they, uh, they start the film at Atlantis. And uh, I've been there, and I love that. Oh, place. really? I think oh, it's I'd so love to go awesome. there sometime. It looks amazing. Um, I, I I recommend it, although it's going to soak you. Like you, you you need to save up three vacations yeah. worth of vacation money, <laughs> and then go spend it on way super credible overpriced food. But uh, Atlantis is awesome. But it made me. I, I wish they hadn't done that because they start with uh, some shots of of her in a prepared shark tank. Right? She's in a she's in a habitat. Right, mm-hmm. and th- they're all over that property. By the way, these these habitat from the balcony of your room, mm-hmm. and uh, because of that, they don't make a distinction with how the ocean looks, the blue, right? And so it it lost all kinds of luster because every time you see them in the water with lots of fish, you realize it looks just like they're in an aquarium, and they are the right. the, the actors are physically in an aquarium somewhere, right? And mm-hmm. and it's just like I I don't understand how they missed this little thing, but I was totally out of it. Every mm-hmm. time I saw them, I'm like, oh, they're in Oklahoma City, or they're at the freaking uh, uh, Mandalay Bay, or something. There's like, no danger because they could just go, you know, two feet up and they've got air and blah blah blah, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it, <clears throat> the movie's a jumble of uh, contradictions in that regard. I feel like like right. there was always and something it, like that going c- contrary to what they were saying, and they would just right. break the rule. Weird, weird, cold opening too. Uh, with the with, with, <laughs> with the, the plane, plane crash. Yeah. With I expected to see put like, Tom Hanks in there going ah. And then, exactly yeah. what I was thinking. I was thinking where's Tom Hanks at? Watch out, Tom Hanks! Ah. There's a lot of bouncing around. Like the very beginning is so much bouncing around in a plane. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine the the PTSD that Scott was probably going. Not PTSD, but the right the fear that Scott was probably oh, going hated it. Especially the initial jumping around. Like yeah, I've yeah, been. I I, I, I flew out of a, a the early edge of a typhoon in Hong Kong. It was the last flight out of Hong Kong. Probably talked about it before, but it was like that. And it was the biggest. What's the biggest plane? It's like a Boeing seven, whatever it is giant three-decker plane where you got like 400 people on there and that thing was moving like it was made out of somebody's paper plane it was ridiculous so seeing that again was like but the thing that freaked me out grossed me out the most easily are these people swimming down to this plane going oh what's this about and they're checking the plane out and there's a there's dead bodies in there so y'all are just 
swimming around with dead particles. Lots of I know the uh. whole I know the whole ocean is that. Like at the end of the day, there's particles of every dead thing in there. But when right. you're that close to decaying Rico in the front seat, really about that. I I I picked out a uh, uh, Josh Brolin uh, licking his fingers after touching sweaty Jessica Alba is the thing that grossed you out. But I guess <laughs> I guess I missed it. I guess I missed it. This <laughs> well, that's fair too. I guess just yeah. licking his fingers without even touching sweaty Jessica. Did, I, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell. Who, right. Yeah. I was like, ah, why is he licking his fingers? Ah. Yeah. And Josh Brolin's beard was unnaturally brown. I don't know <laughs> what was in that thing, but it was unnatural. Well, this would have put him. He's like a year older than me or something. Oh really? Yeah. By he, the way, can I can I have a trip alert real quick? Yeah. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Beep, beep. <laughs> Every action film has a car chase scene. Mm-hmm. I don't care if your action film takes place on the bottom of the ocean. Right. You have a car chase scene. This one actually, I thought was pretty good. Like they really got across how the Bahamas is weird with all these super narrow streets and white walls everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I anyone, liked it. Anyone yeah. like that? Yeah, I liked it. I've never been to Bahamas, but I like that. I like the, con- the confinement of it. I like that. Yeah, I've never been either, but I don't know. Like, like I was saying, who was I? I was telling this to somebody the other day. My, my like lofty sort of dreams of where I'd want to live the rest of my life like are retirement kind of. Thing. Yeah, they're two extremes. They're I either want to be in the penthouse of a high rise with like. A, you know loft apartment brick walls you know some major city kind of thing where i'm just in the city or i want to be way out in the nowhere and mm-hmm. the bahamas and having your own boat and digging around for shit sounds pretty good you know right yeah. right can't complain yeah, yeah like it's not there's there like sam was the character sam was right like there's more than you know the, the money isn't what matters although this movie had to make sure that they found all the gold like come on guys I would have, I would have preferred also, them just enjoying themselves and not finding the gold. That annoyed me. I I I felt the payoff of the cheddar. I like I liked having the cheese. That was good. <laughs> yeah. I like, but but then Scott Con's involved, and you got to give him half, and he's a dumbass. Uh, he's going to spend all yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, but at least or, we got rid of Amanda, so I mean, not to work cut her yeah, anymore. That, he, that he gets a third resolved. now, doesn't he? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, that's, that's true. That he only gets a third. That's right. That's how that works, buddy. <laughs> I I would give him a freaking twentieth. Like right, would, that would be the the <laughs> deal has changed you horrible human being. Yeah. Whatever right. gold you can carry in your pockets and swim away with, that's what you can have, you jerk. <laughs> yeah, and that by the way, my city extreme, like it'd be fun to live in like the top floor of some casino in Vegas, and just right. live in there. Oh, oh, that see now you're now you're speaking my language. Yeah, now I'm friend. talking your language. Us, we yeah, can have sleepovers. I, I, I always imagine <laughs> you in a city like Hong Kong or San Francisco or something. With yeah, a, a little more like culture yeah art, art a thick art scene although you know culture. vegas 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 has their thing but i mean the, yeah. the reason i even got to thinking about this i was we were downtown last week just here in salt lake city which is a you know small city but uh has a lot of the trappings that a city would have and they have this place i found out some new york developer moved there and turned what used to be just a storefront and some sort of upper floor for storage you know the kind of old you know yeah. like on the streets of a, of a city in the, in the metropolitan area. He, d- he gutted that thing, kept the storefront cause the city made him cause it's in a commercial area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then leased that to somebody to do whatever they wanted. But the entire upper floor and the back end of this thing had completely redone into a, uh, a home that just sold for like 2.8 million or something. 
Um, and I got to see pictures of it inside and walk around the outside. And it is so freaking rad. It is so it everything I would huh. ever want to just be there, live there, and die there. <laughs> and uh, it's just completely out of anyone's hands to be able to do it, obviously, I, for the money. But um, the embarrassing thing really is like- when he bought it, when it was all beat up, he bought the whole thing for like 300 grand, like in 08, right after the crash. And mm-hmm. so it was super affordable by his standards anyway, New York standards. And now that thing's, you know, that's probably a sell for three something next time it sells. But anyway, sorry. I, 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 that's what I got me thinking about it because I just thought, oh, now this is the one extreme I'm ready to embrace. Yeah. And then the other one is way out in some farm somewhere where nobody can get me. But, yeah, you know, where nobody can get me. The, the <laughs> complete lack of an explanation of how they're how they afford to live this life. Like even the trailer. Like how do you afford where you've parked that trailer? Like this, this kind of thing mm-hmm. is just, I I don't know. It it bugs me. It sticks in my craw the whole movie. Like how are they here? Well, I and why well, I mentioned it gets, that it's all tourism money for for sure, but his, why for it, both oh, of their characters. Why isn't the solution to all of their problems? <laughs> as soon as things go wrong. The solution should be okay, guys. Let's go to Florida. Like we're attractive, done. Attractive, we, attractive we people get shit free all the time. That's what happened. That's yeah, all. This is maybe. all free because they're attractive. Maybe he gives. Maybe Paul Walker was given handies, little free handy, uh, or no, sure. dollar, no, dollar well, fifty handies. Jessica Alba was not the most, at least not the most faithful person because man, she was like when Brolin pulled up in his big boy boat. Uh, while you know, <laughs> while they were bouncing around in the boat hole, yeah. uh, she was all like, she was all like staring at him, licking her lips. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she seemed to know Alba, everybody, but she also had a job, and I respect that. She went to the yeah. thing, and the you know the kids would watch her do the the the, the animal stuff. That's cool, you know. Yeah. Like yeah, I respect all the eight it. year olds, wrong. All the sixteen year olds, <laughs> boys who were there. <laughs> oh yeah no that's that's yeah. that's a that's a boner day out is what that is for those boys right boners day out i don't know yeah, mom, we're from. looking at the sharks <laughs> uh boys boys so are gonna be boys shark, so smooth yeah very smooth shark does she do anything now like is there stuff she's in lately where i'm like oh yeah I've, i haven't seen jessica like, in a while she's like in some successful. sort of Netflix series or something. Anything. Like, I uh, feel like she you, just kind of disappeared. She was, in, she was in this commercial that just celebrated the fact that she's a billionaire. Yeah. And it was for water? I want it bottled water? I don't remember she's what super, the commercial was Super for. smart. Super, yeah. super smart person. Yeah. Made really good choices, uh, you know, with, with, with their money. So, yeah. I mean. Well, I, and, and she hasn't necessarily stopped she only had one movie last she's year a... she was in some some tv series called no activity but then this year she's in something called la's finest i'm just, some, some tv show, show yeah some regular uh procedural drama yeah. um an offshoot of the bad boys film franchise oh wow really what i'm in count me in huh. also... jake Busey. what yes. I'm all in. sign me up all right, this other Ernie Hudson. She's in some new movie uh, called Killers Anonymous. A support group of killers is held regularly. The participants sit in a circle of trust and share their transgressions. This sounds pretty good. Gary Oldman, wow. Jessica Alba, uh, Tommy Flanagan. I like him. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so this thing, this thing, by the way, started. this LA's finest just started five days ago. The yeah. first three episodes aired. I can't even tell where. What is what is this showing on Spectrum? Oh. No, oh, is that one of those uh it's a those weird cyber? channel, yeah, cable provider, Spectrum Originals banner of exclusive programming. Oh, so no one's ever gonna see this. Yeah, yeah. this has got a decent cast. Jessica Alba, does, Gabrielle yeah. Union's cool. I like her. It's not Sophie on Sophie Reynolds. 
And I, I, I mean, it's not on Hulu Live TV. That's too bad. I don't even know what Spectrum is. Is it? Is it a, a Spectrum they're, cable? They're a cable it's provider. A Spectrum cable. Yeah. So this would be like Comcast having an original. Same idea. Right. Right. Which I think they. Yep. That's have. exactly what it is. It's like they're right. Oh, that's a bummer. That's too bad. <laughs> they need to put it somewhere where people can see. It. The reviews. The <laughs> reviews per episode are strong. I mean, I don't know how many huh. people have seen these, but this episode called Con Air uh, does not feature Nick Cage. By the way, should mention. Oh. Uh, says, let's see. The the reviews are. 7.4 out of 10 is pretty good. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Jerry, no one's going to see it, though, or not enough people see it. Jerry yeah. Bruckheimer money, apparently, yeah. producing this thing. Bruckheimer it's money. got everything going for it, except for its uh, viewing location. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, its viewing location is apparently the Pirate Bay plus yeah. U-Torn. <laughs> I was going to say, there'll be ways to get it, but it's just getting the word out. Like This is like Louder Milk, which is a fantastic mm-hmm. comedy on um see i can't even remember the name of the damn network it's some at&t network thing or something uh which is like super hard to get not all the basic cable people have it but right. louder milk's amazing and deserves to be seen but hardly anyone's ever going to see it until it streams it's unfortunate right. everybody wants their own piece of this pie right now and it's getting weird like i still think stars is too subjugated you know like especially Especially in a time when if you subscribe to HBO, you have more great TV than you can watch. There aren't enough hours in the day. Yeah. Like there's a, there's your subscription. And by the way, guys, Very. every everybody's all rabble rousing about Game of Thrones. Forget Game of Thrones for a minute. For you personally, what's your favorite show on HBO? Barry. Barry, yeah. <laughs> it's an easy answer. Barry. Wait, are, did you just say what's my favorite show on HBO? Yeah. Yes, there's a bunch to choose from, and surely you've seen one. Game of Thrones? Is this, is this a trick question? Am I supposed to pick, <laughs> aside, other, aside am I supposed to pick something other than Game of Thrones? You're supposed saying? to pick yes. something other than Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. oh then, uh, uh, was it Big Little Liars? What is it? Uh, little Ooh, Big Liars? Oh, little little liars. Big, big Fat two. Liars. Yeah. Interesting. Little Big Lies, yeah. yeah. I heard that was good. Oh. I never saw it. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, Reese Witherspoon is fantastic. If, uh, and if you haven't seen Sharp Objects, that needs to be on your list. Oh, that's okay. the name. The other day I was digging around and I was saying to Kim, Brian yeah. likes the show on here and I can't remember the name of it. We never could remember, so we didn't look. Yeah, Amy Amy Adams, uh, it's just absolutely so well done. And as an Amy Adams character, you'll never you'll never see again. Like a character that that is so un Amy Adams. It's really, really good. All right. Right. Sharp. I'm interested in you, Chernobyl. And I almost oh, yeah. I catch every episode of last week tonight with John Oliver. So all right. Good choice. Yeah, these are all good choices. By the way, all Chernobyl, right. only two episodes in and already utterly fantastic. It's a mini series only, so it's short. And it will yeah, be that's we, the that's the, my problem with it. Because I like everything about it. And yeah. I'm like, wow, this is gonna be five episodes and done. And I'm like, that's too bad. Yeah. Because like this is a this is a mini series that should have been a series, and we should have gotten to know all of the different people better, so that when they like we're seeing different threads, and when they intersect, yeah. we have some idea of what's you know who they are. I, I agree. Yeah. Also, I also see the value though of saying, "Hey, it's six episodes about a historical event, and this is our one time to tell it." Like I, I, I can see the value in doing a mini series, and so I don't, yeah, you can, I don't fault you can it for really that. Tell in their podcast that the the guy who wrote and created and directed the show uh, was not given a lot to work with from HBO. Like he, hmm. they, this is an experiment, not a, 
a you know like if if somebody else had come along and been like I have all the money in the world this I think it would have been bigger maybe but they oh, wow. the the what they've done with what they've done is incredible it's it, it, it is. is one of the most believable looking like not in terms of setting and 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 what uh, the devastation is there's nothing cheese ball about it there's nothing fake about it it's incredibly well done it's at, you it's really, you, you have really to watch feel it. like you're like you're in Chernobyl. they literally never filmed in Chernobyl but you feel like you are in Pripyat Ukraine the entire time yeah yeah it's real good people should see it i mean they do film That's in cool. chernobyl sometimes i just watched um uh, our planet and a whole bunch of people went there and filmed a bunch of stuff and no, also this 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 show hbo's chernobyl oh i see what you mean was yeah. not filmed on site and you never get the feeling that they're that they're anywhere else oh no absolutely oh. and the just the weird soviet era yellow hue to everything it's unbelievable you just have to see it it's great Cannot say enough about it. I also want to tell everybody to watch Gentleman Jack. It's uh the uh, it's like Chernobyl. It's just started and it's only a couple of episodes in, so you gotta wait for another one for a week. But it's so funny. Isn't and that clever. some kind of like, thing like uh it's it's a period piece where some lady right. plays a dude looks and then like makes out with people yeah, or whatever. A... Lady looks like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty good. All right. One thing we haven't said enough about, I think, is Sarek in this. Now, he's going to be our one and only Star yeah. Trek connection today. Uh, not nearly used enough. That no. guy is great. If you've seen him in other stuff, you'll know who we're talking about. Uh, in particular, this role on Star Trek Discovery is fantastic. He's the perfect Sarek. But he's also really good in things like the Tudors and a ton of like British things. He's a great great actor and i don't know that maybe he's, he maybe he's a hard person to read as far as like age and stuff he's actually 51 he's older than uh uh than us yeah but he man he can play so many different ages i yeah. think he was he was in yeah we said true blood he was also in that um uh the the gotham tv series yeah kind of all over um, the place this guy really is kind of yeah. everywhere um and deservedly so he's he's super good one of those character actors one day someone will go Oh, I love that guy. He's in everything. He'll, he's one of those right. guys. And he needs to, he, I mean, if you've got him as a villain, you need to keep him alive and use him as your villain throughout the whole film. Yeah. Kill him right. at the end. Yep. But uh, Ham him up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Spend more I, time with that guy. He's great. I, I love him in Star Trek Game of Thrones. And I didn't. <laughs> at, the first time we see him as Sarek, I'm like, no. That's not Sarek. That's not. I'm not going to take it. And then, like, as time goes by and people play the Game of Thrones or they die, uh, they win or they die, uh, and he's still in the show and he keeps coming back. I'm like, okay, all right. I like I like this guy. Every time I see him, I like him a little more. Yeah. No, he's great. Could do a lot to. You do a lot worse than that guy. I do have a favorite scene, and I can't. I couldn't capture it with audio, so I'm not going to play it today. But when the helper guy is is distracting the bad guy at the boat while stuff's going on with the big fish with the big fish going on ah, the, the big fish look at the fish big fish gun. Spear, we need to call spear. it a fish gun yeah the yeah, fish yeah. gun and he fires that into his leg and then when he <laughs> yeah. pulls out of there it's it pulls his feet out from under him and he whacks yeah. his head so hard on the deck of the boat that they went overboard that's a pun unintended they went overboard to make sure that there was this really loud Foley job on the head bounce that is just resonating still yeah. with me. And I laughed out loud because I thought that was so funny. I mean, it was kind of violent, yeah. but it was very funny. I was, 
I was laughing through that whole series of events because, uh, secondly, the other guy that was on the boat was getting his ass handed to him by Jessica Alba, yet he kept chasing her. I'm like, stop chasing her. She's kicking your trash, man. Just run. Yeah. Run. Yeah. Let her let her go. Yep. Let her let her go. I don't know why she was even running. Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't wear, again, don't wear flip-flops to a kidnapping. Well. <laughs> Bad idea. Although, I guess it did save her foot when he... Uh, the one guy uh, swung the giant oh, pick yeah. at it. Right, mm-hmm. and, and uh, just caught the flip-flop, pinned it to the deck. Why That's the guy, yeah. by the way, that grabbed uh, Jessica Alba's shirt and, and pulled it open. Oh, right. There was a brief nipple uh, shot. Brian was right. I thought he was kidding, and I went and watched it, and I went, oh, no, there it is. There's the one he was yeah, talking about. Exactly. Yeah, nip slip is what they like to call it in the in the business. Didn't he's not. It. He's probably not working anymore. No. <laughs> he's no. probably got in trouble for that. Yeah. It felt like that guy was specifically reaching for that part totally. of that Totally. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. If this exactly. is why I would hate to be Jessica Alba in a movie, I would never trust anyone oh, else's yeah. intentions. Right. <laughs> Just like right. everyone's a douchebag and you're the prettiest person <laughs> on the planet and we're, you know, I guess maybe you know what? In her life, she's probably very it's probably very easy to separate the people she trusts from those she doesn't because she sure. just knows right off the bat. Are you here for me and my looks or are you here for, you know, right. um, <laughs> but you know, the director is like, all right, uh, Jessica, uh, here's uh, Frank. He's going to be uh, the stunt man. Who's going to be doing the fight scene with you. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I don't want to do that guy. Hey, Jessica, pull your, uh, uh, pull your, uh, your swim bottom there up a little higher. So it's just completely up your butt. <laughs> Okay, there can you I go. wear a wetsuit for this fight? Is yeah. there any chance there's a wetsuit I can grab on this ship that I can... Like with a mask and everything? This... Yeah. I just need to get this camera in between your ankles just for a minute. Okay, go ahead. Roll. There is just kind of that creepy kind of thing going on, which I don't yeah. know. But I'm I'm happy to hear how awesome she is. You know, it has, like Randy's talking about, her cool business and all that. Yep. Uh, not that she needs any help, but, you know, we live in a we live in a time where... Dudes are gross. Hey, she she does need some help, man. Let me tell you, uh, Hollywood, you know, is is chewed up plenty of pretty women and young kids along the way. So I mean, it, it takes a it takes a strong group of people around you protecting you. Yeah, and I feel like she's got that. I I, I, I base this on sense. nothing because I don't know, but I've built a really good story around it, and I'm gonna stick yeah. with it. <laughs> right. Uh. Anyway, let's do clips. 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 Yeah. Clips. Yeah. All right. I got some. How about, I didn't do a ton because honestly, the dialogue's not that interesting. But it's uh, most of us. Most of us. Blah, 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 yeah, it's a lot of underwater yeah. stuff. Sure, but uh, here's some. Here's a guy in the early part. He's just a dude, and not really in the movie. But here he is. Hey, if I wanted that kind of lip, I'd drop my fly. Let's go. Oh yeah, and they threw him in, pushed him in. That was cool. <laughs> I am never gonna. Let me just tell you something. I can promise you this right now, right here on Film Sack. Someone mark the date and time. I will never have an opportunity where I will say to anyone ever in living or dead, if I wanted that kind of lip, I would have dropped my fly. It'll never happen. Right. I'm just trying to think <laughs> of the top 10 saying. things I would like, say. And that's not it. I would never say it. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I, hate it. I can't stand the, the joke and of any ever pushing someone into the water. Like if we're outside the water, yeah, right. I, I don't, I don't care if we're both in swimsuits only. Yeah. I will not push you into the water. There's something about that that is so freaking offensive to me. And I, 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 I don't know. I don't know why. I'm I with guess- you. I'm with you. I don't like it either. I feel like it's a, it should, it should be a principle that just stands. Like, don't right. push yeah. people in the water regardless of, it's, it's the most like, even if it's your best friend and you're teasing them, 
I don't know. It seems the it seems like the worst. Why does that seem so bad? Every, yeah. Nowadays, whenever I go into the ocean, I as I'm walking in, I am furiously checking pockets and patting myself down. Right, like, touching, sure you don't have a smartphone or a... yeah. And it's like <laughs> that fear. Even though I know I just put the stuff where it got, like I just locked that stuff in the car. Mm-hmm. I just did that. Yeah. Even though I'm as I'm walking in the ocean, I'm terrified. So that would be like me pushing myself into the water if i had the phone in my pocket still right like mm-hmm. that kind of terror like it quadruples when i imagine <laughs> someone else right. forcing me into the water wow it's kind of it's kind of like a nut shot right i mean it's just it's just yeah. dirty yeah. it's dirty it is a t- nut shots are dirty and also yeah. scott con when you pick someone up at the airport you don't get you don't get to tackle your friend and beat him up right Right. Just say hi and hug and be not what I'm getting old. That's what I, it is. I couldn't see anything in that in that scene because uh, the 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 cuts and the filming were terrible because they had so many extras walking in the background, but they all were in focus. So I kept seeing the same people walking, exiting <laughs> really? the plane like twenty times. I'm like, there's that lady again. Oh, I didn't notice. Oh, I sh- I'm sad I missed that actually. All right, here's Thanos. He says words. Oh, you mean the one with the dishes? I only hunt for stuff that comes in gold and silver. You know that. I am inevitable, he'll say. He's, uh, just and love she's that voice wearing too. a gold bikini. Yeah. His voice, as far as I'm concerned, because of Thanos, is now just so iconic. It's so yeah, good. It's all you can hear now is Thanos. Yeah. yeah. But it does make me want to go watch, like, uh, No Country for Old Men again or something. I'm in the, mm. I'm in the mood for more yeah. Josh Brolin as a result of this movie. I think he's great. Um, all right. Or Sicario. He's great in Sicario. Yeah, Sicario. Mm. Oh, I forgot about Sicario. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I still have to see the sequel. Yeah. And I heard that was all right. It wasn't yeah, great. It wasn't, but... it wasn't the same director, right? So, no. I mean, Denise yeah, Villeneuve was off doing, uh, he was making that uh, Blade Runner thing, which was yeah, awesome. Which was great. I yeah. loved it. And he's now doing, um, he's in, uh, neck deep in doing Dune, which I, oh my gosh, I'm so excited Can't about wait. a proper Dune mm-hmm. from cool. that guy. Oh. I hope we can get some competent writers for the Dune. Would you like to sign my 500-person signature list? <laughs> my gosh, I, dude. I actually, I actually never came across that joke uh, the last few days because there have been so many renditions of Dune that I don't think anybody really cares if it's, if it's yeah. not like perfect. You know? yeah. All it has to do is be better than the um, Dino De Laurentiis. What, what, what was it? Uh, the... The the sting one basically. Yeah. The, yeah. Who direct? Wait. Who Kyle directed McLaughlin. that? What's my brain? My brain's broken. Um, was it Dino De Laurentiis? No, he uh, produced it, but um, it was. Um, what's wrong with us? The guy who made the lawnmower movie and the Eraserhead yeah. and the yeah. uh, Twin uh, Peaks. Lynch. David Lynch. David Lynch. Jeez. Yeah. No. It's. I don't think it has to work very hard to be better than that. <laughs> so right. they. Right. It's a nice, <laughs> nice right. low bar they have to get over. But I also think yep. Villeneuve or Villeneuve, however you say his name is like one of the most intriguing, interesting filmmakers working and has, if anyone can pull this off, he can freaking do it. So I'm stoked about it. They're casting the hell out of that thing. Oh, anyway, I think we're all in that movie. It turns out everyone's in it. Yeah. Uh, Here's uh, something about missionaries. Oh, I think it's just a longer clip than of what I played earlier in the show. Here you go. Um, They're drug dealers, Sam. They're not missionaries flying care packages to starving kids in Africa. (laughs) Okay? Don't worry about them. Their girlfriends have new pimps before the milk in the refrigerator goes bad. It's fine. Oh, that's a thing you'll also I'll never say. They're they're <laughs> pin, they'll have new pimps before the milk goes bad in the refrigerator. Right. What a weird Why thing are to the say. Two related. 
Yeah. Also, where were they? Was that in the boat? That small pool with a little bar in the middle? Or were they somewhere? Where yeah, were they? I don't they? know. That was really nice, wherever it was. It looked like it was a hotel. It was No, like, it was back at the Primo? compound that they inherited. Oh. Uh, oh. That's right. Yeah, and the boat. Right. Yeah, once they establish that mansion on the water as they can they can just use it however they want, they keep mm-hmm. coming back to it for all of their procedure. That just, was so cool with a little round table in the middle. You could be like sitting yeah. partially underwater having a snack or something. Yeah. Like cool. the, they had these in um they were all over the place when I was down in um Mexico. Every every resort we stayed in had these uh, you know, like bars in the middle of the pools and people were always drinking at them and eating at them and mm-hmm. I kept thinking, man, you're going to drop half Let's your freaking... I about to say, what do you want to do in the water? Let's eat! You're going to drop a Reuben in there and end up with a floater for the next six weeks. <laughs> I still have never done a uh, like a swim-up uh, blackjack table in Vegas. They have them at a, a few different places. I've I've always wanted to, and I still haven't. Oh, still you should like... do that. You should yeah. do that. When you go on your, your, uh, your birthday trip, you should do that. I should, except we're not staying at a place that has it. Mandalay doesn't have it. Uh, we're, uh, we're staying Mandalay, so... Mandalay's nice though. It is nice. Everything else about it is perfect. Yeah, for for what I want. Everything else you want is right there. All right, here's um here's one about oh I wrote she's not a great actor. I I did mean to say this about Jessica Alba for all of her qualities. I don't think she's a very good actor. She's kind of okay. she's okay. She gets the job done, but this dialogue's pretty bad. Here you go. These aren't like those little shipwrecks you have at the bottom of a fish tank. I mean, it could be spread all over the ocean floor. I feel like I could do this job. I mean, <laughs> she has a she has a very specific role. She's very good at, yeah. and it's usually more serious. Yeah, and a little irritated. Yeah, and I'll have so to watch I, that Elise Finest if I can find it and see yeah. if she's uh, <laughs> got any better. She plays she plays irritated very well. I'm irritated with everybody. Actually, her irritation in this yeah. was better. You're right; she was good at being yeah. irritated later I in the movie. I hate Scott Con. Yeah, Scott Con's the worst. <laughs> The long time. Not the character, the actor. <laughs> well, and the character. And the character. And the character. <laughs> the actor and all the characters he plays. Yeah. Right. Uh I don't know what this is. Oh, this is this is Paul Walker rambling in a hardcore way. This is pretty great. It's almost like rap. Here you go. This guy was crazy. He ran the Everglades. He and his crew, they were gnarly. They ate alligators, drank lead, pissed musket balls, gave the Confederates complete hell, man. It was like a revenge tip. Jeez. Caffeine. Wow. Stop giving caffeine to Paul Walker today. He just he just swam through uh, cocaine water. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why is this water white? Mm. Swam through a mile of cocaine water. Keep up. Just fine on the other yeah. side. Thank you very much. Yeah, just fine. <laughs> just fine. Why? Yeah. Uh, here's the fat old man. What? I don't remember what this is. And the whole flip flop and board short thing is cute now. But what about when you're the fat old man sitting at the end of the bar? And nothing in your pocket but sand. I love the idea of a guy with a pocket full of sand. <laughs> I don't know why. Sand in my pocket. That's just this weird. Is, this turned out bad. You know what would make this movie better if mm. they had just a little bit bigger budget and they could have showed instead of instead of tell about the Zephyr and the relationship uh, between those characters and how they parallel oh, yeah. to the to the how they parallel to the current characters. They could have they could have started the movie with both a boat crash and a plane crash right in right. the same place yeah. previously in this area yeah, and then right. had you know boom old you know some confederate era people in a boat that was filled with gold there's no way you could have one tenth that much gold yeah. in a boat. right yeah it's probably what sank it maybe that's, that's right that's why it sank yeah all that heavy gold oh, i knew we shouldn't have done it blah 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 and they were dead <laughs> we were too greedy 
All right, here's Scott Kahn freaking out. What do I shock you in your face right now? What do I shock you in your face? What do I shock you in your face? What do I shock you right in your head? Okay, dude. <laughs> and you didn't edit that. That is actually how it plays out yeah. in the movie. Yeah. It's too. It's right. like it's too, the, too many. Car. Right. Yeah. Why would you do like five of those? What are you this, doing? He's this practicing. Lens. He wants to wants to figure out the right way of I'm going to shock you in your face or shot you in your... I don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, wait, this hold on. some credence to the theory that he is that person off camera too. Yeah, a little bit. Because... Yeah. Because bit. I doubt if he wasn't that person and somebody came along and was like, just have some fun in the front of the car here. And we're just going to roll camera and use a, a part. And then these guys are going to come up and tap on the window like that. He would be he, that he would choose to do this because he clearly chose to do this. Right. Yeah. I don't right. think you're I don't think you're James Conn's kid and you'd grow up in a um, nice, quiet environment. I don't know why I think that. I think you just. <laughs> I think you just got, you know, you're just one of those kids. You got tons of money. You're going to a prep school. You're like, I, I make, again, this is a story in my own head, but I think Scott Conn's one of those kids. Might be, might, might not be. Yeah. Let's see if we can figure out what yeah. he's actually saying. What do I shock you in your face right now? What do I shock you in your face? Yes. Yeah, is it sock yeah. you or shock, shock you? Oh, maybe it is sock you. Anybody's John Connering it. Net, net, <laughs> Netflix, Netflix captioning seems to think it was shot. Really? Yeah, when I was watching, I, I put. It, I was like, I can't understand what you're saying, and I clicked on the. That's hilarious! Shot. I love it because I bet it's sock, and he just did such a bad idea or job. Yeah. that yeah. shot you in the face. That isn't even a thing. No. What yeah. if I shot you in the face? I mean, that makes sense. I guess that's what they. That's what they put in the. Yeah. Oh, shot you with a gun. What if, I, okay. what if I shot you in the face? All right. Nobody oh, wants man. to get shot in the face. Ask Steve Buscemi. He knows. <laughs> I, I can understand what he's doing because I, I like. In my memory, I am a 13-year-old boy, and my mom left me in the front seat of the car to go into the bank, and she's in there freaking forever on a Saturday morning or something, mm -hmm. and I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm talking to myself. like So I can understand, but this is not the depiction of a 13-year-old boy. This is a grown man, mm -hmm. and that's where I have a problem with it. Yeah, I just don't understand because there's a director, there's an actor, there's other people around. How did they decide we're going to go with that take? Yep. Well, they look, they're dumb. They're dumb. That's how it works. Um, uh, here's Sarek says some things. Take some balls stealing my cocaine and trying to sell it back to me. That does take balls. Some bulls? Some bulls. Like, yeah. Take some bulls. Yeah. Like boy cows? Cows with. No, cows I think with... he means to take some ball, <laughs> some bulls like you put your cereal in bulls. I think oh, that's what he's saying. Right, let's smoke a bull. All right, play it again. It's bull. All I right. think it's I think it's bulls with horns. All right, let's try it again. Take some bulls. Stealing my. I don't know bulls. You got any bulls? I got cereal. You got bulls? <laughs> yes, we know they're saying bulls. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, quick, your... quick, write your yeah, email. Stop your email no now. No breathing air in Miami. Yeah, Admittedly, Miami. balls are what make them bulls. Like without balls, yeah, they're not bulls. They're steers. steers. Yeah. So. So maybe those were that is the same word where he's from. Mm -hmm. It could be, yeah, it entirely could be. I don't know. It's a, a bolt, bolt, bolt. We're gonna say we're gonna say everyone like Dunaway says. Drop your pens. Stop your emails. We know it's balls. Okay. And and where is he from? Uh, uh, Vulcan. Vulcan. Yeah. <laughs> Before it got blown up in the new timeline. Right. Spoiler. Aww. Spoiler. All right, here's, uh, uh, what's this? Oh, that's all we have there. Okay, so now, uh, boy, I'm I'm all jacked up. Here it is. Okay, time to play. That's the wrong app. Okay, here's the real app, and now it's this.
It's the film sack checklist. Won't someone think of the cocaine addicted sharks? Check. Uh, mm-hmm. Amanda is the worst. Check. And and finally, ain't nobody could hold his breath like Paul Walker. Check. Uh, Trek connections. James Frame. We mentioned it already. Played Rees or Rise or however you say it in this in Discovery. He plays Sarek. And he's great. Uh, he's it. Yeah, yeah, he's it though. Nobody else, as best we can tell. Uh, but for a while there, I was thinking, um, Scott, uh, not Scott Con, uh, uh, James Brolin might have, or John, uh, Josh may have been on there. But maybe I was thinking of James. Maybe James Brolin was in Star Trek. I don't know. I get it. Oh. I get it. That'd be great to have James Brolin. Oh, I just realized both Especially they like, both had uh, dads. They're both famous dads named James. Him and Scott Con have James dads oh, that are famous. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, that just hit me. Uh, soundtrack great I'll give it a D for decent it's fine it gets the job done the sound work is pretty good but whatever nobody goes to a movie for sound work do they I do okay I like the sound work I do too I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the the music like I I was really digging all of the different tracks like it was reminding me of like 50 first dates where it's like oh i like these renditions of songs that I oh know. yeah no and you then, mean the licensed songs and stuff yeah they were and great then it just kind of quit it just kind of stopped caring about that yeah well it's once things got serious like they found the drugs and then no more fun times oh you're all right excuse me forgot you. to push my forgot to push my switch you're pushed to sneeze switch. uh so there's that and now the twitter post this is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less let's start with randy into the blue let's face it the only people in the world are sexy as hell and barely dressed at all times kissing each other this is nothing at all like a saturday night at Ibbet's house. <laughs> <laughs> damn it oh i'd be so offended Ibbet. so oh. offended oh, oh why i know why I know. randy why <laughs> he really means the opposite it's opposite day uh okay. brian dunaway give us yours into the blue, like a two-hour documentary on how to film crotches. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Rehab shark. Do, 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 do. Pretty close. You're getting there. Right. You're getting closer. Keep, keep practicing. No. Baby shark. Baby shark. I don't know how it goes. I hate that song. Finally, Brian Ibbett. Into the Blue. Oh, this movie is so cheesy. Like Cheddar Cheese, the Edder Che Easy Che, the old <laughs> Cheddarino, the Cheese Meister. True, true. I don't like when people call money cheese or cheddar. I don't like it. No. It's not one of those when, things. When I, I like. call it uh when I call it cabbage, I enjoy calling it cabbage. Oh, cabbage, yeah. Or bread. It's green. At least it's green. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel you, about you, um, you got it buried in the backyard for months? How, how do you feel about right. bread as a euphemism oh. for money? I mean, along the same I, lines as cheese. Yeah, bread and dough are okay. <laughs> yeah, which which one came first? I wonder. Dough? Because you know, one one had to follow the other. Because somebody said, "Yeah, here's some bread," and then someone else said, "Oh, I'm going to call it dough." Yeah, or is the other way around? Well, for a while they called it grain, and then one time uh, flour, uh, and then earlier than that they called it. Uh, <laughs> now they call it wheat. They said whole wheat. Yeah. <laughs> the, Can I get my money in, in gluten free? Native <laughs> Americans called it maize. It got real weird there maize, for a while. Right. Yeah, that's a deep cut, boy. Oh boy, go back yeah. to the eighties, everybody, and watch that commercial. All right. Uh, well, well done, everybody. That leaves us only with this. Oh, that's the wrong one. All right, there we go. 
It's the alternate title just handed to me. This was almost called Scott Con Job <laughs> or Thrall's Squall. I couldn't think of any other thrall. That one's pretty thing. good. Yeah, I like because right. it's it's a squall, which is a ocean term. It's I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like remember that movie, uh, something squall. It was a right white white squall. I uh, think so. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, did we into the white watch, squall? Into did the, we ever watch the perfect storm? No, I we need to. to. Yeah, we need yes, to. Yes, Jeff Bridges, uh, White Squall, 1996. That was a wasn't that a Ridley Scott about, joint? Ridley Scott joint? Or it no? is a Ridley Scott joint. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm down for that. Yeah. Love me some Ridley uh, Scott. True story about American a group of American teenage boys who crew a school sailing ship to gain experience, discipline, or whatever their parents feel they lack. Yeah. yeah. And it's got the kid from Party of Five in it, I think. Not kid anymore, but uh, right, uh, Wolf Scott Wolf Scott Wolf. Yep. Yeah. Because he yes. was his star was on the temporary rise, <laughs> right, right? Yeah, it was moving up, but was gonna kind of was gonna take a heart net anytime. <laughs> wasn't gonna yeah, last like a heart net. <laughs> a heart net. Oh, that wasn't kind. It wasn't nice at all. I like Josh Hartnett. I don't know what he's doing. I like him though. He shouldn't stop making movies. Uh, we got a phone call today, folks. This uh, number to call is eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. This is in lieu of an email today. I'm going to play it. This is about our mummy episode, and here it is. This is Colton. Um, I'm calling in for Film Stack episode, uh, the episode about the mummy. Uh, you guys uh, were talking about how Hemotep, um, you know, is consuming the body parts of the the different uh, different guys there. One thing I've always thought all these years and never had anyone to chat with it about is. The fact that he steals the guy's eyeballs that wears glasses, and they even show you very clearly how, you know, how bad his sight is without his glasses. So, you know, the entire time I'm just imagining, the, you know, the mummy uh, needing to have that guy's glasses the whole movie, the rest yeah. of the movie. Um, anyway, just a random thing. I'm actually surprised one of you guys didn't bring that up. But uh, just thought I'd add that. And uh Thanks, as always, for all the content, and uh, have a good one. All right. That's an awesome. That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely definitely thought about it. It's in my show notes, but uh, did we ever – I don't know if we mentioned it or not. I don't think we did. Um, No. Sometimes, like, we notice those things for sure. Like, I'll bet one of us did. Probably you did, in a way, but sometimes we just forget to bring it up on the show, so I'm glad you brought it out there. I hadn't thought of it. I hadn't um, thought of it either. It's a really funny, like, ah, oh, dang it. I should have eaten that guy's eyeballs who could see better. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the dude yesterday on TMSPM who was asking it, uh, how there were so many handy aerosol cans full of silver paint in Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think I have an explanation in my head, but it's not fully right. fleshed in, out. In my head canon, there is a aerosol uh, silver paint manufacturing, like, operation yeah like tan like gas town or something yeah 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 i think that's possible but also i think they're rare i think they're i said this yesterday but i think they're intentionally rare because you rarely have to have the witness me moment so when you have it you need to have this thing handy it's always in a car no one has them strapped to themselves it's the two or three times it happened they were always in a car so they pull it out of the car and, and have it so i think that's just part of the war boy thing is you've got that with you and you know and morton joe is going to send you to the gates of Valhalla, and so you spray yourself shiny and chrome. That's how that works. That movie's mm. great, and everyone should go watch it right now. All right. Uh, I feel I feel like I need to see it again. I hate admitting it, but I feel like I need to see it again. I never hate never hate to admit that. It's so I good. I, <laughs> I just maybe it's, I just hate to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now that I could see, I could totally feel you there. 
All right. So, uh, Hart, so we had asked about Hartnett earlier. He was doing a uh, Penny Dreadful, and he apparently oh, yeah. he walks around wearing that that terrible looking mustache he has that looks like a fourteen year old boy is trying to grow a mustache. Oh, he kept Why, it. Josh did he? He's forty. Oh, I didn't know right? that. Yeah, he's uh, he. Let's see, recent stuff. Gut instinct. He's got four things in the hopper, but I haven't heard of any of them. Um, let's see. Drunk history was on a couple episodes. Uh, <laughs> You're right, Penny Dreadful. He just has had you know, this, coming, which is coming back too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it feels like it's been since like 30 Days of Night, maybe, which is like 07. and then after that, working every year, but no, right, right, nothing I've heard of. So I, I just, I don't know. There's something about the guy. I like is, him. Is Penny Dreadful still on Showtime? Because I think that's the only thing I was watching. I, can, I canceled it. my trial. It's not. It's not currently on showtime but they are bringing it back and it's going to be a whole new series new actors but take place in a different uh place and time it's also a different right. network that's coming to oh uh, it's not going to be that's right HBO's yeah, that's the it. only yeah, thing showtime. you had showtime yeah hbo's getting that it. and uh donovan right i i guess they have that. Oh, Ray donovan yeah. yeah shameless is pretty good but yeah penny dreadful canceled in 2016 ran from 2014 through 2016 he played ethan chandler and was good i liked him on mm-hmm. there he played the American fish out of water in that Irish story. Anyway, go see 30 Days of Night. That's actually better than people think. We should sack it. That's yeah. a sackable movie. Did we not sack that? No. That's Have with we? the Russian vampires, right? How um, will we not sack that? That's a great movie. It's a great, it's Just awesome. It hasn't come up on the streaming. It's not a great no. movie. I, I shouldn't say it's great, but it's great for what we do. And right. it's also a cool comic book that I read, and it's worth watching. So I wonder if uh, 40 Days and in, in Nights, is that wasn't that like where... That's how long Jesus did it. Sex, the sex absence. That's how long like Jesus that. didn't eat oh, food. Oh, what was that? That was, uh, yeah, what was that? That was um, 40 Days and Nights, like Josh 40 Hartnett. Days and Nights. It was Josh Hartnett. Yeah, yeah right, where he's yeah. right abstaining. Oh, right. 2002. He's trying to be the master of his domain. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Have you guys right. seen the, the, have you seen the cover to this, the, the poster? That's hilarious what they tried to get away with here. Hold on. I'm going to put it in, uh, I'm going to put it in Four Discord. Back. This is really funny. All right, wait, hosts? Yeah, okay, watch this. Look at this business. <laughs> look, where, look where the the text of the title is. <laughs> I mean, they made, a big, were, they made a big wiener. It's a big wiener. Yeah, we got to post he, that. Yeah. And is he it looking is up the skirts of those three women there? Yes. That's yeah. the, okay, yes, that's all right. Okay, and that's, they, the, that's the rub. And are they just standing there looking at his giant wiener where the right they've even color-coded it to seem oh i don't like it it's yeah. not good yeah i don't like it uh, uh, really I, i'm not sure about the color the color coding might be a little <laughs> questionable that's a little off for right. me I mean, maybe the blue at the bottom is kind of accurate i don't know what yours to... looks like scott but uh right just a big purple wiener no it's not purple Anyway, hey, that's uh, that's fun. That that there deal. We're never going to see that movie. Uh, but we are going to watch next week uh, The Fifth Element, finally. Finally. So for nine and a half years, folks, you've been asking us to watch folks. The Fifth Element. Folks. Uh, you, you, you typically send us a, a, a Chris Tucker quote and tell mm-hmm. us to watch The Fifth Element. And we just haven't gotten there until now. Um, we have this uh, Discord now, by the way. Uh, you want to come tell us what to watch? You go... Yeah, yeah, you first go to twitter.com slash film sack. Scroll down a little bit. There's a link to the Discord. Oh, yeah, and it'll be expired, so then you'll have to ask for it again. Or we'll oh, give it God. To you. Oh, God. Okay, we're going to start <laughs> We're gonna start posting the link 
to the Discord every day. Right. <laughs> anyway, you go to the Discord, you tell us what to watch. People have told us to watch Fifth Element so many times. We're doing it next week on Filmside. Yeah. I just found a very funny parody article. I just want to read the... <laughs> Can I read this to you guys? This will bring yeah, us back to the top it. of the show, and then we'll and then we'll get out of here. Uh, the the headline. This is an Onion article, of course. Uh, the headline is Game of Thrones showrunners disappointed with how quality of fans has dropped off over the past yes. couple of seasons. Uh, that's they basically that tell the entire the entire story is told just flipped from that perspective, yeah. and it is awesome. Go find it, everybody, and read it. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for the show. Again, Fifth Element next week, filmsack.com. In the meantime, if you're looking for old shows and other stuff, it's all there, filmsack.com. We have a Discord now that we're uh, using on the frequent. People in there talking about movies and spoilers and all kinds of stuff. So if you're into such things, go to filmsack.com and click on the Discord link. It's right there on the page, and it will give you an invite, and you're in. Be a part of that community today. Uh, you can email us, filmsack at gmail.com. You can send us voicemails at 801-471-0462. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I'm going to shock you in your face. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Okay.